0: and welcome to the PMU NDA podcast. My name is Justin Pearce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing people who have taken part in the Practice Makes Up Perfect program, of course in association with Amy King that helps men and women find and finesse public voices. So Joanne, hi and welcome to the NDA PMU podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Pleasure. Now, before we kick off, let's find out a bit about you. Uh, Who are you? Where do you work? What do you do there? And maybe give us a bit of background on your, you know, career state.
1: Yep. So I'm Joanne. I am the head of finance at A Million Ads. I am a qualified ACA accountant. didn't go to university, so I started my career when I was 18, um, worked for Grant Thornton in audit um, and absolutely loved it, really strangely, um, and then transitioned out of practice into industry and there I've I've either worked with property or I've worked with people and if I've tended to work with people, it's been within the media sector. Um, so I worked uh, a few years for a company called What They were an innovation um, change consultancy firm. Really enjoyed that. And I'm now with Amelia Nads, who specialise in personalisation of dynamic audio and video.
0: Excellent. Okay, so now the topic today is best practice job stairs opportunities for working mums and you know we couldn't be a, in a better time to talk about this I like, think at the moment working mums are, are weirdly finding life much better you know companies have become much more you know, open to flexible working rather than the lip service they you know, may have paid in the past uh, <laughs> so it's a perfect time to talk about this so first of all why did why do you want this as, as a subject to talk about in the first place
1: Um, mainly because I'm really passionate about this. So I am a working mum. I have um, two small boys and they are six and eight. And from working towards having a professional career, it was important for me to not only then become a mum, but also to continue doing what it is that I love. And the, the the reason I really wanted to talk about it today is because actually it's really hard it's really hard to to have a family and then to continue having some form of meaningful career once you've hit a certain level in terms of seniority or perhaps a, a, a professional background
0: yeah I totally agree I mean lots of my my friends are facing the same sort of issue of even worked, to have a baby and finding it hard to get back in. My daughter's six, by the way, and she lost her first tooth this morning. So that's very important oh, day so.
1: so the tooth fairy will be visiting tonight.
0: Yeah, except I, I, we lost her tooth on the way to school, which my wife is very angry about. But anyway, that's a different, matter. That's a different uh, matter. So what do you what do you think? As I mentioned, you know, over the last last year, the pandemic has, you know, made companies realise that flexible working is is possible, you know. So do you think this has had a, a positive impact on how you know companies will treat working mums?
1: I really hope so I think in the past there's always been this stigma that if you're not in the office you're not present you're you're not then giving your full um energy and commitment to to your role or your employer but actually what we've all proved and this isn't just a working parent this is everyone that actually we can be remote we can still be on it, we can still deliver good revenue, new business opportunity, complete projects. But actually, we can do it with slightly more balance. And actually, it's okay to perhaps switch your computer on slightly earlier in the morning to then maybe go and do a school run, to take an hour out later on, to maybe go and see your children, do clubs, or if you want to go and do something like sports but actually have that flexibility. And by having that, it allows the employee to be so much more engaged and motivated to actually want to work harder as well because they've got that balance and slightly more happiness with mm-hmm. their balance of work and life.
0: Yeah, totally agree. So what, what about, I mean, how does it work? Give us some real-world examples, add a million ads. You know. How does the company make it work for you in terms of you know, fitting around your life as a working mum?
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm very lucky in terms that a million ads are extremely supportive um, and they treat me like an adult. So there's mutual respect, which is fundamental for any form of part time work or job sharing t- to actually be successful. We have to have that mutual respect. What I would say, and this isn't a negative on a million ads. This is more of a generic around part time work is I actually think. By doing part-time work, you tend to be given a job, but to perform in part-time hours. And that in itself then becomes stressful because you have the same level of responsibility and output. You just have less hours to actually complete the task. And what tends to happen there is that you are, you're paid for the hours that you work. So prorated number of days. And you're not paid on the responsibility or the outputs that you actually are delivering. Whereas I actually think this is something that I really want to champion is job shares, because this gives an opportunity for there to be one role, but that role to be serviced by two individuals, which then allows individual fulfillment and lots of positives, as well as positives from an employer's perspective as well.
0: I do think, I mean, job sharing is still relatively rare. I mean, so what do you think are the stumbling blocks, both for the company offering the job share and for the people, for people doing it?
1: Yeah, and it's it's interesting, actually, how rare it is. Um, it's actually a term that was coined back in the 1960s, and it didn't really get much momentum. Um, back in uh, 2019, Forbes did an article which suggested that there was going to be more traction in job sharing because the workforce wanted to be more dynamic and also people wanted more flexibility and there was going to be more demand. Um, And if we look to countries like Australia and New Zealand, they were forced to actually go down this route because they had a limited number of skilled employees who were demanding work-life balance. So that actually was one of the main drivers for them adopting more of this job share type culture. In the UK, in the back end of 2020, there was 123,000 contracts for, or job share type roles that that were reported. Um, Which actually, if you think of the number of employers that are out there and the number of roles, it's minimal, isn't it? So it's, I'm really hoping that because of COVID, this is going to be something that is going to be brought more to the forefront to make it something that is part of every company's workforce dynamic, and not just public sector.
0: Yes, I suppose I Interesting to see what you know the challenges are for putting this off effectively in terms of the, I guess, the personalities of the job sharers themselves can be really quite critical of this, you know, and then how the company provides the support to enable the effective, you know, output from them.
1: Yeah, and I think this is where it comes back to this trust and respect. And I was thinking about this, like. A good friend of mine, we were both looking for work at the same time, and she's also a qualified accountant. So we said, or oh, wouldn't it be good if we could go for a job together? And we obviously already know one another and we have that trust. So we could have gone as a, as a pair, as one complete package. But then whenever you start a new job anywhere, you don't know who you're working with. You have to develop those working relationships and working styles. You have to have the respect. You have to have protocol and framework and you have to have open and honest communication. And I don't think that that matters if you're working alongside someone and sharing a role or if you're working across discipline areas or if someone's working for you or above you within the same team. So in, in some ways, it feels like actually doing a job share would be no different from starting a job and having to find your feet and we all have to tweak the way we work don't we for certain individuals or certain situations
0: Yeah, very 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 true actually <laughs> so what's your I mean you've given us so much sort of real I mean I like the way you, you know give us some sort of stats and facts and things and the Zealand example is, is great uh, so what's your biggest hope you're coming out hopefully of the pandemic pretty soon what's your biggest hope what do you want to see say if we chat this time next year what do you want to have happened you know in terms of across the industry, or in your own company, or you know, what are your what are your hopes?
1: I think I'd just like to see that there be more opportunities. If you go onto Google and you search for job share, there's very limited opportunities that come up. So, for there to be some form of platform that actually promotes and is a, a base for not just part time work, but for these job share type roles, um, because I think there is. there's so so much benefit to having a job share I mean for for the individual they'll be able to have more challenging work and I think that the fundamental is they can actually have that career progression still without without feeling like you have to work four or five days a week in order to progress your career Actually, you can still have a senior role and progress you just have to share that responsibility with someone else which actually, that's okay to have to share responsibility. It's okay to have backup because as it's proved in the last year, we need backup with each other, don't we? When kids are sent home for homeschooling and you have to be dynamic and adapt. Um, So I think I'd I'd really like to see in the next 12 months that we are in a position where there is just more opportunity for job share for parents, mum or dad's.
0: a really good hope and something I hope too actually be dynamic and adapt that's that's a lovely phrase so Joanne thank you so much that was really really insightful and I think probably inspirational to anyone listening so thank you so much for spending time with us
1: thank you
0: very much thank you for listening goodbye